Geeks, it's Monday, November 1st, 2021. Coming up on the program today, has your kid eaten cursed Halloween candy infused with evil satanic energy? Plus, tranny titty smacking, reversible unisex condoms, and a child has a mole removed, and the doctors just go ahead and take the whole goddamn foot along with it. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents an actual voicemail left on the Jimmy Dean Sausage customer service hotline. Randy Taylor, I don't know where you people come from. I don't know if you test your products, your quantity of your products. Your products are very delicious. Love your sausage for 30-something years, but I can't take and feed a family of five on a little 12-ounce roll of sausage. I don't mind paying you more money for your 16-ounce roll of sausage, but you don't have it anymore. You've got a 12-ounce roll, and you've got three men that weigh over 200 pounds apiece, a woman that's a little plump Scotch girl, and a daughter who's 13, and you're going to try to take a 12-ounce roll of sausage and a couple of dozen eggs and feed that, it ain't going to work. And I'm not going to purchase your product anymore or ever again. And as far as your 16-ounce and maple and sage, I don't eat that. I'm not from the north. I'm a Texas man. Jimmy Dean sausage is for southern people to eat with their breakfast with the fried eggs and the T-bone steaks. And I'm not going to buy two of those 12-ounce packages just because you want to downsize and charge the same goddamn price. Thank you. Goodbye. That little 12-ounce goddamn roll of sausage is supposed to feed your brother and me and you 600 pounds of men at least get my point and the two girls and they put it in that fucking pussy roll of salt son of a bitch somebody needs their ass kicked some little consumer geek roll fuck this shit up it's the distorted view show with tim henson i'm a sucker for other people's pain are you on the internet isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets and i love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE the vagina is full of ace Yes, hey freaks, Tim back here with you. Kicking off a new week of programs. Got a great show for you today. Uh, I had to check. I was very curious about this Jimmy Dean situation. I don't know if it had anything to do with the voicemail that was left, but Jimmy Dean is once again offering 16-ounce sausages. That's right, they got rid of the pussy sausage, as uh, he put it. So, score one for the little guy. What a David and Goliath story. Country boy stands up to big sausage and wins. Listen, I hope you all had a great weekend. I sure did. My favorite tranny is back, posting on YouTube. Now, normally I wouldn't use that word. It's an ugly, ugly word, and you know how sensitive I am to the plight of all minorities. In this case, though, I think it's okay because she herself uses the T word. You may recall just a few months ago, the bitch was suffering from tranny baby fever. That really gave me tranny baby fever. I don't recall what exactly gave her tranny baby fever. I think maybe she stole a child from a grocery store, sold it for some meth money, and she started to think to herself, I would like a little baby of my own. I think, if I recall correctly, that's how it all played out. Anyway, just to refresh your memory, her name is Andrea. I believe we first discovered her because she uh, produces burp fetish videos. It's just one of her side gigs. She's got a girlfriend who is also trans. Her name is Chloe. 
They live in a motel, apparently because burp fetish videos aren't as lucrative as one would think. Now, while the rent is pretty inexpensive, there are some issues with living in a motel, and uh, that brings us to today's video. Andrea and Chloe are in a fight with their neighbor. Here is how it all started. Let's get into the first altercation we had with this guy. We don't call him Prison Mike because we don't know his name. We also call him Debo. Anyway, um, so Chloe, I'm at my boyfriend's house, and Chloe's just chilling, okay? She's chilling on the couch. Mm -hmm. I mean, just watching TV, watching movie, whatever. The guy downstairs just barges right through the door. We don't lock our door because I'm literally next door, and, you know, Canyon's sleeping on the couch or whatever. So we don't lock the door. So he just walks right in, and Chloe's like, what the hell? I said, hey, what are you doing? I don't want a victim blame here, but... Lock your damn door. You live in a motel. He's like, oh, my bad, my bad, blah, 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 and he leaves. So after an unwanted stranger comes into your place, then you would start locking the door, right? No. So then it comes in a second time. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, whoa, you're going to get all, you're going to get what's wrong, you're going to get tough now? I said, you come to my house twice now. Well, is it not going to be a third time? I said, well, I fucking hope not. What, what do you want? What do you keep coming here for? Oh, you're going to talk to me like that? Like, it's my fault this fucking guy has walked into my goddamn room. All right, so these three got started off on the wrong foot. The real issue they seem to have with him is that he plays his music loud, and they've confronted him. They've complained to the motel staff. This dude just continues to play his music whenever he wants. His room is directly below Andrea's, and so now whenever he starts playing his loud music, Andrea stomps on the floor. That didn't sit well with the guy. He's annoyed with uh, all the banging from upstairs, and now he's going to confront Andrea. Andrea uh, video recorded the whole interaction. So here we go. I know they've called you about the music. Loud. Well, so it's, you, it's, it's me, of course. Yeah, it's me. Well, you know well, now he knows who's been complaining to staff. You gave that away, you big snitch. We've told you. you they've you told you. Yes, they did. And you said, no. You said, oh, it's not even 10 o'clock yet. Oh, do you I please? came right here, too. I don't. Don't do a black accent. Here too. I can't read here too. I'm so curious. I want to know who the woman is that he's living with that he just referred to as bitch. Bitch. <laughs> bitch, fetch me my lease. Hey, ran here too to not hear your fucking music all day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All fucking day. No, I don't have to bring it down. You're at my fucking door. Never tell a woman or bitch to calm down. It just gets them all riled up. Fucking cog. You won't give a fuck when they fucking evict your ass, so. Do it. I don't fucking care either. You don't fucking own this building. You don't own the fucking building. This is a motel, not an apartment. You want to do house business, get a fucking house then. Uh, the reason why Andrea is so upset is because, uh, you know, she works from home. She's self-employed doing those burp videos. Oh, and also she's a phone sex operator. And people are always asking, like, are you at a party? What's with all the music? I fucking pay rent too not to hear your shitty ass fucking music. I love that she's an operator for a BBW phone sex line. All these straight guys calling and they have no idea that she's trans. And they're paying $3.99 a minute. I don't fucking care what you play, but they've told you, no, no, fuck you, you shut the fuck up. You don't own this fucking building. Stop being a fucking asshole. You don't own the fucking building. Do it. Do it. No one's fucking scared of you. 
And that's how Andrea got to know her neighbor. So um, that had forced us. We want to move out of here. Like, we want to move out. We Probably a smart move. Realistically want to get like a little house. That is a big step up from Motel Crackden to White Picket Fence. Talk about the American dream. Little trailer or something. I'm a farm girl. I grew up on a ranch. I'm not used to city bullshit. Okay, thank you, Chloe. I'm not used to this either. I only suck white men dick, so it, this is new to me, all this rap music. I, I think that... Was that racist? It sure wasn't not racist. As I mentioned earlier, this has really affected their phone sex work. They try to wait for their neighbor to turn off his music, and that's late at night, and then very few people are calling in to talk to BBWs, I guess, at three in the morning. So what is a couple of desperate gals to do? So this has forced us to make OnlyFans. Yeah, that's really the purpose of this video. It's to announce their OnlyFans. It's a big advertisement. Because I got to find some big dick to be sucking on, you know. Amen. And then so I just made Chloe one and she just recently posted a video of her uh, sucking off a black guy. It is a very compelling value proposition. Chloe's OnlyFans is only $5. I have a morbid curiosity. Um, we did like a little role play where she's my mom and she sucks off my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I was pretty hot. And then, you know, we got some titties smacking and sucking and stuff like that. All right. That's what Andrea's working on. And then on, on Chloe's OnlyFans, what can we expect? We're going to prostitute her. Like for real, we're not joking. We're going to get some guys with money to come and jizz on her tits. And then we'll film it on OnlyFans. You guys can... Watch it. It's fun. It's just a fun thing. Yeah, so Andrea's OnlyFans is uh, OnlyFans.com slash TS, as in transsexual. Andrea Nicole, and according to her bio, she says, uh, Hey, it's your favorite dick-sucking fat tranny, Andrea Nicole. I'm craving your cock, baby. I'm a cock-hungry tranny. I need more cum. Two loads is not enough for me. I'm still hungry. My dream is to have at least four guys jerking off into my mouth. It is important to set goals for yourself. As for Chloe, she's at OnlyFans.com slash TS Chloe Nicole. Uh, She says, uh, Chloe Nicole is obsessed with long nails and my nipples being played with, love sucking cock, and being a dirty tranny slut. Looking for a bitch boy with money, two BBW trannies for you. Come on, guys. Sign up. Support them. Get these two girls out of the motel. You need a safer place to live. All right, let's move on. Yesterday, of course, was Halloween. I don't know if you guys dressed up or participated in the festivities. I always find it amusing that Christians are really hanging on to this battle they have with Halloween. It's like, you guys lost. No one is afraid of Halloween. Children participate in Halloween. You dress up like fairies and Spider-Man. It has very little to do with the occult. You watch the 700 Club and Pat Robertson gets on there and he's like, I don't know, but if I were a parent of a kid today, I would not let them dress up. They're inviting evilness into their body. Like asking Satan to come out and play. It's estimated that over 75% of children participate in witchcraft on Halloween. And many of them are seduced by witches. You want your kid to be partaking in homosexual pagan rituals? Like, where did that come from? You know that uh, thing in the stock market, like when you bet against a stock, like you're hoping 
that the, the the price takes a hit and then somehow you make money. It's called like selling short or something. I think Pat Robertson is shorting Halloween. You must make money every time a kid decides to stay home on Halloween instead of going trick or treating. Ooh, maybe he's shorting Nestle's or Hershey's or something. You know, those businesses that stand to make a lot of money on Halloween. I would look into Pat Robertson's finances. Anyway, uh, CBN News, you know, which is the Christian Broadcasting Network, is at it again. Well, should Christians celebrate Halloween? I think we know what her answer is going to be. Should Christians celebrate Halloween? Yes, denounce your God. We here at the Christian Broadcast Network have finally seen the light. The only true God is Lucifer. Throw away your Bibles. Set up your altars. Replace that cross on your wall with those scary goat head skulls. Some believe it can be taken back like other holidays. But a former Satanist who is now a pastor says, no, Christians should not celebrate it. I recently caught it with John Ramirez and he had a strong warning for believers. Remember the last time we featured a former Satanist? Turns out he was lying about the whole thing. Just like some dork people were coming out of the woodwork just to just to say this guy wasn't a Satanist. I went to school with him. He was a band queer. He wore cardigans to school and sang praise music on the bus. Fucking Satanist. Okay. Tell us a little bit about where you were in relation to Satanism and worshiping the devil. Yeah, and really try to scare our audience. They'll believe anything. They're dumb. Go. Really? I can make it super outrageous? Yeah, they'll eat this shit right up. Well, I was a high priestess of the Satanic Church. We ate aborted babies provided to us by Planned Parenthood, but just as snacks. When you're a Satanist, like me, uh, you don't eat food. You sustain yourself on a steady diet of rape, mainly children, sometimes the elderly. I also had a belt of skulls and suspenders made of intestines. We would go to the woods and have orgies and also murder campers. This, of course, all happened on Halloween which uh, Halloween, of course, translates loosely in Latin to hell's wiener because uh, Satan is uh, our lover and fucks us with his hell wiener in our butts and it's it burns. Wow, what an eye-opening first account of what Halloween is really about. I don't think any true Christian will be participating this year. Back to you in the studio, Nevea. That's heaven backwards. All right, let's get back to the video here. I got to hear how bad Halloween really is. Well, 25 years, uh, eight years old, boy, little boy, eight years old, demon church, learned being trained by high-ranked devil worship with warlock and <laughs> spiritual witches. <laughs> how can anyone take this guy seriously? Yeah, yeah, I went to a demon church. He doesn't even look like he believes what he's saying here. Eight years old, boy, little boy, eight years old. Demon yeah. church. Yeah, yeah. To learn being trained by high-ranked devil worship with warlock and spiritual witches. It's like Andrew Dice Clay talking. Hickory dickory duck. I suck Satan's cock. Oh! Turning me to uh, know how to take over territory, demonic contract, different demon territory. What? He's not even, it doesn't even sound coherent. What are you saying? Spiritual witches turning me to uh, know how to take over territory, demonic contract, different demon territory, demons, principalities, first, second heaven. 
I was being trained all the way to the age of 35, sold my soul to the devil, got married in Halloween, had a demonic wedding in Halloween. I baptized my daughter to the dark side at the age of 11. So that was my whole entire life. I mean, I, I breathed, ate, and slept witchcraft. I have a question here. If he actually sold his soul to the devil, I mean, he's going to hell. Does he realize that? There's, you can't go back on that. You can't all of a sudden just say, oh, well, I'm a born again. It's a contract, a legally binding contract. Don't try to tuck your way out of it now. Astral projecting. I will astral project over region, leave my body. Astral project, curse the region, because if I can curse the region, I can capture the people. He doesn't sound like he could capture much. He seems a little dim, right? Knowing what you came from and what you used to do, you're pretty... um discouraged that you see Christians celebrating Halloween. Why? I, 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 I don't know how you can cheat on God. I don't know how you can cheat on the Lord Jesus Christ because I don't see Satan is coming on Good Friday and coming hanging out with us. Is that like the best holiday you could come up with? No one gets excited about Good Friday. Maybe because there's no candy involved. Right. You know, I come out in Halloween and had a demonic wedding. Well, just because you had a satanic wedding on Halloween doesn't make all of Halloween satanic. I'm sure at some point in history, two devil worshippers got married on Christmas. Does that mean we should all just stop celebrating that too? The reporter, and I use that term loosely, has a good question here. People say it's just fun, candy, kids are having costumes on. What you say it's much more. The candy, you know, I I shared, I I, I, I never shared this before, but this candy, people from different walks of life pray over these candies. Oh, I'm calling bullshit on this guy again. Praying. No, who has ever prayed over candy? You knock on people's door. You don't know the person that you knock on knows she's a witch. Okay, you don't know she's a witch, she's doing Wicca, she's practicing New Age, and you knock on her door and you come in, you come in, in, in legal rights of this witch or this wall or this person is practicing this stuff, giving you this kind of candy. Mm-hmm. Now you're taking that stuff home, you put that mm-hmm. stuff into your body. Praying over candy, who does that sound like? Satanists or the weird Christian family down the road who includes a chick Bible track with every stupid, cheap Tootsie Roll they hand out for Halloween? Christians give out crappy candy. They're the ones that pray over this stuff. Not witches and warlocks. By the way, I think this guy severely overestimates how many witches and warlocks. Like, that's not a real problem in this day and age. This guy actually believes that, you know, not only are witches and warlocks real, like a a thing, but they do hold evil powers, right? Like, this is a fucking Tolkien novel. Use spells to conjure up fire. This guy sounds like a complete moron. People in the comments love this. I'm not politically correct. I'd rather be right with God. Amen. This guy, he gets it. Straight talk hurts feelings, but saves souls. I repent for reading horoscopes. So when your kid is five and you think it's cool you dressed him up, once you put a costume on someone, see, the, the, the trick of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, they were made in the image of God, they were made in God's perfect image. Yeah, they were made in, the, the thing about Adam and Eve is they were made in the image of God. This is who, the, the, the people in the comment are like, yes, he speaks the truth. Now this is a smart man. The guy, the Adam and Eve, they were a costume too. Right? The devil tricked them with sin. Yeah, yeah the devil tricked them. They tricked Adam and Eve. Change the identity. Fucking retard. Dress him up as Noah. I don't care if you dress him up as Abraham. Once you put this costume on Halloween, the, the birthright of Halloween, a you're birthright. changing your kid's identity. The yeah. of the destiny. Satan owns your children now. Boo. Halloween doesn't seem so fun anymore now that the devil took your kid away from you. (laughs) He really is like slow. 
the stupid uh, interviewer here, every time he finishes talking, he she's like, wow. Wow. I can't believe this is my fucking job. Wow. What is that smell? I think he just farted. Wow. Pungent. All right. So there you go. That is uh, the Christian Broadcast Network's continuing war on Halloween. Moving on now, uh, a week or two ago, a listener submitted a Negative Land song and said, hey, I think maybe someone from the band is a Distorted View listener because they're using samples of the Clued guy, which is kind of obscure. I think we're the only people obsessed with the Clued guy. Well, believe it or not, Negative Land is back with another song. This is called Sequitur. Before we go on, please... Six ceramic animals. Feral. Right? Thursday. Starts off normal. Well, I wouldn't call any of their music normal. But, you know, standard weirdness. Uh, then the, uh, halfway through, things switch up and you, you hear a familiar voice. on wants the deliberate manufacturing of falsehood. But you guys caused the death of somebody you should have known. Oh, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got marbles here. Animals. Because who in their right mind ever thought it was okay to put a concrete company 50 feet from a family home? That's Terry Gonzalez Pope. Remember her? She's from Lincoln, Nebraska, and is always going to the city council meetings. She's pissed off about some industrial business that opened close to her house. I learned about Terry Gonzalez from, uh, like, Cheryl Murkowski. Someone in that group uh, found Terry Gonzalez Pope, and I became obsessed. And apparently, Negative Land is also obsessed with her. Residential home. And guess what? My dad called it dental floss. And guess what I did with it? Why? I put it away. Now remember, I have six butts, not six moves. You know what? I'm going to be here every single meeting. Yeah, you know what was kind of Terry Gonzalez Pope's catchphrase and you know she'd go to these city council meetings and scream at the commissioners or whatever members and she would sometimes bring props like a bad comic and it would never make sense right like she'd walk up terry gonzalez pope yeah so i got here a bag of spoons okay i got these spoons to eat salad because i can't eat salad with a fork you want to know why because i just went to the dentist huh yeah Took me six weeks to make that appointment. You want to know why? Because they're booked up. But you guys don't have problems making appointments with the dentist, huh? But you got good health care. Not me. I mean, salad with a spoon and I'm waiting six weeks to see the dentist. Because my house is next to a concrete plant. Bet you'd like it if I just went away, huh? Well, guess what? I ain't going away. I'm going to be here every week with my spoons eating salad. Uh, your time's up. And then she just walks away and then until the next meeting. And that's pretty much it. Nothing ever gets accomplished. That's Terry Pope Gonzalez or Terry Gonzalez Pope. Uh, apparently a favorite of negative land. Hey, speaking of uh, old shit that I played for you guys. Last week, I, uh, I played that LaChoy commercial for egg rolls. It's just kind of a throwaway. It's an old 1960s ad that today seems a little racist. A little outdated, right? Uh, just to refresh your memory. <laughs> Introducing La Choy's Honorable Egg Rolls. I'm sure when I played this, I was like, oh, a commercial like that could never fly today. Well, apparently I was wrong. The trick is it's got to be a local commercial. 
then they can kind of fly under the radar. So the spot I have for you right now is for Charlie Clark Nissan. And I believe Charlie Clark is playing some sort of kung fu master. What can I help you with? I uh, want to buy new Nissan Sentra for Uge-san for win tournament. But you must drop price. Charlie Clark, or whoever is playing the Kung Fu Master, is uh, very white in real life. Although it looks like he's wearing fake black hair and a fake black goatee. His student is Asian, though, which makes things even more uncomfortable. Am I offended by this? Of course not. I'm not offended by anything. It's just, it's just, it's not good, though. Let me give my manager. Master, I got it. So the, the kid has uh, caught a fly in the chopsticks, you know, like the karate kid. What do you want? To chop price. $99.95. Who do you think we are? Charlie Clark Nissan? Get out of here. Hi, this is Charlie Clark. You can get the knife. Hi, this is Ching Chong Charlie Clark, and we want to chop, chop, chop your payments. I've got the best prices on the best Jap cars America can import. About a 2019 Nissan Sentra, only $12,999. Wait, what's that? Oh, no. Someone dropping the bomb on the price. Hiroshima. We blow up the price to only $9,999. Act now before this most honorable of deals is over. Apparently, Charlie Clark has a history of making some questionable choices when it comes to his commercials. Check out the chapter artwork. That's uh, Charlie painted white. He's supposed to be like a Native American, I think. <laughs> let me let me play this out real quick. Hi, Tonto. Tonto? No, Tonto. How do I get new Nissan Sentra for one nine five a month? He's got a powwow with my boat. Orale. What's up, Tonto? Great spirit has sent me on journey to find new Nissan Sentra. All right, you get the idea. At the end of the ad, he does a little dance. I, I'll try to make that the featured image. I could do an animated GIF of that. Charlie Clark uh, Nissan, by the way, still in business. He's got a 4.6 a star rating, over a thousand Google reviews. If you're in the El Paso area and you're looking for a Nissan, check out Charlie Clark and tell him his Kimosabi Tim from Distorted View Daily sent you. Ting. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Do the fucked up news right now. Distorted View Daily, uh, consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Well over 4,000 shows at this point. Point, point. <laughs> a lot of the shows do contain porn, and I do have a point. Uh, yes, more importantly, every week we do new exclusive shows just for paying members, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That means Tomorrow's podcast is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Don't worry, though. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Also, uh, we've got special RSS feeds that work with most podcast apps, so you can... You know, grab all of the free and exclusive shows in your podcast app. Get them that way. Or you can download them from the website, whatever. All the archives, by the way, are in RSS feeds. So you can, like, subscribe to the 2014 shows. And then they'll pop up in your podcast app. You have access to every single episode of DV from that year. 
It's pretty fucking nifty, if uh, if I do say so myself. Again, superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there, but if you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first in the voicemail segment. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, I don't know, guys. Do we need unisex condoms? Is that something anyone is really clamoring for? Some doctor created it, though. Uh, doctors claim to have created the world's first unisex condom that can be worn by both men and women. Not at the same time, of course. You got to pick which one's going to wear it. Uh, but it can be purchased for or it will cost under $2. Malaysian gynecologist Dr. John Tang Ingchen said he designed the Wanda Leaf unisex condom to allow people to take better control of their sexual health regardless of their sex or sexual orientation. A sticky strip is attached to the entire area between the thighs to hold the condom in place for women. See, I didn't understand that. I'm like, I was still trying to, I couldn't visualize it. Like, what the hell is this thing? Like, how does this condom work with women? Well, I think the doctor that designed this summed it up best. Uh, uh, you just insert it in the vagina. Yeah, you just insert it in there. It's like you make it into a cone. And then you shove it in your twat. That's what it looks like to me. It looks like one of those little um, ice cream cone protectors. For the guy, I guess it just it goes on the, the outer end of your penis. You just wrap it around that. I don't know. I mean, we already have female condoms, and they seem to be made out of better material. They don't need to be, like, stuck to your thighs. Guys have condoms as well, and they, they have been working out for a long time. I mean, this unisex condom just doesn't really seem like it's solving anything new. It's made from ultra-thin medical-grade polyurethane, which is usually used as a dressing for injuries and wounds. Also, um, uh, surgical gloves use polyurethane. I, I just question all of this. It's like, you know, polyurethane has been around for a long time. No one has thought to make condoms out of it before? Why is it okay now? Doctors say it's sturdier than traditional latex. That's what I want. I want something thicker something that you really can't feel anything in i know they say it's ultra thin but the word sturdier that doesn't seem very sexy to me wonderleaf released an instructional video for how to use the contraceptive which states the adhesive does not hurt when peeled off slowly i'm sorry anytime you get adhesive and skin and hair together there's gonna be some pulling this product is dead on arrival man each box contains two condoms and will cost about three dollars and 62 cents the average price for a dozen condoms in the UK range from about $9.65 to $18. It's currently only available in Malaysia, but the company has begun work to ensure it meets safety standards in other countries around the world. It's available to order from the company's website. I will give this doctor some credit. I mean, there hasn't been a lot of innovation in the condom space in a while. Dr. Tang said once you put it on, you often don't even realize it's there. You feel fancy and free. Some people may prefer to just leave the condom on all day, you know, just in case. You know, spur-of-the-moment encounters. All right, uh, it's basically a regular condom with an adhesive covering. It's a condom with an adhesive uh, adhesive covering that attaches to the vagina or the penis, as well as covering the adjacent areas for extra protection. You know how cum sort of leaks and stuff? 
I think maybe that's what he's talking about. The adhesive is only applied to one side of the condom, meaning it can be reversed and used by either sex. Also, Wanda Leaf is claiming the contraceptive is safer at preventing pregnancy and STIs being transmitted because it covers the entire pubic area. Again, that rogue infected semen just dripping all around your pubic area, finding its way into your hole. It's a problem no longer. Thanks, Wanda Leaf. Oh, I found another Wanda Leaf promotional video here. Let's take a listen. Wanda Leaf for men. And like a condom, your penis does not need to be erect to put Wanda Leaf on. Oh. It can be put on or removed at any time before or after intercourse. I should hope so. Once the Wanda Leaf is applied, it fuses with your skin. Open the pouch and insert two fingers into it. Grab the pouch tip with two fingers and invert the pouch inside out. Put two drops of lubricant into the inverted pouch. Spread the lubricant. Identify and position the... I'm sorry, this is way too complex for a horny guy who just wants to start fucking. Cover. Glide penis into the pouch all the way to the tip. The opening of the pouch should rest at the base of the penis. Expel trapped air from the pouch. Pull off the front cover to shield the lower abdomen and back cover to shield the scrotum and perineum. You should apply lubricant at the entrance to the vagina or on the penis when you are ready for penetration. Just follow these 17 simple steps and you'll be ready to fuck in about 20 minutes. I don't think the Wanda Leaf is going to catch on, but I could be wrong. Would you try it? Call into the voicemail line. All right, uh, second story we have for you today... Oh, these are my favorite type of news stories. The ones that involve children. It's distorted view, so you know the story's not going to have a traditional happy ending. At least for the kid. A schoolgirl has been left without her foot after it was amputated after the girl went in for a simple mole removal. Was this an accident by the hospital? No. Presley Downs' parents decided to have a mole removed from her leg when doctors warned there was a 10% chance it could turn cancerous. She was born with a rare condition called giant congenital melanocytic nevus or something, which covered her right thigh and foot in a dark skin patch. But after the mole was removed, the open wound became infected, and then her whole foot just had to be taken off. Please, God, tell me she was an aspiring ballerina or gymnast or something. I really want this bitch's spirit to be crushed. Limpy's mother, Sonia, a teacher, said we were really worried when she was born with the condition uh, because it was linked to melanoma. So we opted to have the nevus removed to get rid of the risk when she was 14 months old. Whilst she was having different skin grafts in different procedures in order to remove the mole, an open wound got infected. So let's see here. There's a 10% chance this would one day turn cancerous. So the parents thought they were being proactive and it ended up being like almost worse than cancer, right? Because melanoma is like a pretty easy one to to cure as far as cancers go, Right. It's one of the better ones to get. Like, if you have to have a cancer, having a little melanoma on your leg, that's a breeze. What's the worst that could happen? You know, the cancer starts to spread and they uh, they amputate it. Then that's exactly what happened, but not because of cancer. It's just because they, they, the wound got infected. See, leave your kids alone. 
Fucking meddling parents. All right. Uh, by the time they found it, it was too late. The infection was really fast moving. They removed the nevus, but they couldn't save her foot. For a while, we were trolled by people saying that we removed the nevus for cosmetic reasons. It was never about that, though. We wanted to give Presley the best chance at living a long and healthy life. Well, you fucked up there, didn't you? Let's call this a uh, miscalculation. We never wanted her to lose her foot. See, they're good parents. The couple went through a legal settlement after the incident and got a payout, which has been issued to fund Presley's prosthetics and needs. Despite missing a limb, Presley doesn't let her stop her. No, no, she can be regularly seen uh, climbing trees and doing gymnastics. God damn it. Her spirit can't be broken. I hate children. Always so happy and positive. Like if this would have happened seven or eight years later, right? When she's a teenager all mopey that's when we really kind of crushed her spirit fuck all right uh she can regularly be found climbing trees and doing gymnastics with her brother madden and sisters kennedy and aniston you know that mother loves friends and named her kid after jennifer aniston these are the whitest goddamn names i have seen in a long time presley madison kennedy and aniston Unless you're a white nationalist, this is as white as you can get. All right, Sonia said she actually had her foot amputated before she had learned how to walk. She learned to walk on her residual limb, gross, and with prosthetics, lots of people mention how well she walks on it. She's gifted. She's got to be because she can walk real well on her prosthetics. You know how annoying white parents are with that. We're going to have her tested. See if she's gifted. All right. Uh, if you don't know her story, you wouldn't realize she's wearing a prosthetic foot. All right, great. She overcame. Final story we have for you today. Ah, this one comes from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Dada, hold my floor now. This almost fucked up state. Yes, I have a real Florida man news story here. Deputies in Florida found a live grenade in the truck of an idiot. Their words, in quotes there, they call him an idiot, who was driving with a terrifying clown mannequin in the passenger seat. Deputies in Flagler County stumbled upon the explosive after Lewis Branson, 65, was pulled over for expired tags in his Dodge pickup. Oh, shoot. Is this for real? A deputy asked her partner after discovering the grenade inside of a sealed canister in the back of a truck. Get out of the truck. It looks like a possible grenade. Uh, Branson told deputies he found the grenade three or four years ago and it's just sort of been rolling around in his truck. He thought it looked cool. Yeah, he was cleaning out a veteran's home and he decided to keep it. He was unsure whether it was active or not. That's according to Flagler County Sheriff's Office spokeswoman Melissa Morale. He thought it was cool, so he kept it in his toolbox and he was driving around with a grenade for quite some time, like years an explosive disposal team conducted an x-ray of the device, which was believed to be active based on its internal mechanisms. It was later safely detonated at a nearby facility. Sheriff Rick Stolley blasted Branson in a statement as an idiot who was lucky he didn't kill himself or destroy his truck. 
Along with the grenade, there was some other weird stuff going on. Deputies found uh, the life-size clown mannequin, as well as uh, cocaine and marijuana, and two pipes with suspected drug residue. Show me a car that's registered in Florida that doesn't have at least a little drug residue in it. I doubt you'd be able to. I don't know what the fine is for having drug residue in your car, but in Florida, it should be like whatever the fee is for not wearing a seatbelt. It's that common. The sheriff said, I'm honestly not sure how the clown fit in. It looked pretty human-sized. It was crazy. Branson, who has an extensive criminal history in Florida and Georgia, also admitted to deputies that his license had been expired since 2019, and he needed to clear the matter up in Georgia. His last known address is in Florida, though. Uh, He was charged with driving with an expired license, possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of firearms, weapons or ammo by a convicted felon, and various drug counts. If you want to see what the uh, mannequin sort of looks like, I got a picture here. It's not the best. Honestly, to me, from this angle, the mannequin looks (laughs) looks like Michael Jackson. Tell me what you guys think. Again, check out the uh, chapter artwork right now. Branson was ordered held on $7,000 bond. Oh, he ain't got that money. He'll be in jail. It's unclear if he's hired an attorney who could speak on his behalf. So there you go. That's what's happening in Florida and your world today. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget about the great Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with a few freaks. Hey, Tim Haley's comment calling up. I'm sitting here fidgeting with my Obey the Cactus in Royally Trust uh, Phone Losers of America challenge coin. And it occurs to me, the TV logo is a circle. You could easily do a uh, challenge coin or custom poker chips or charms or something with the TV logo on it. And taking a look, there's, there's a lot of companies that seem to do this fairly inexpensively. Uh, is this something you'd be interested in letting someone spearhead and distribute and all that jazz? Possibly. But first, I must find out what a challenge coin is. That's step A. Yeah, I actually have a couple. Uh, Brad sent me some of the coins, and I was uh, very impressed by them. And I asked him about the coins at one point because I thought they would be great for Distorted View. Fun little collectible. I have to do some more research on it. I don't know if I would want to just like do it myself, like through the Distorted View store. I mean, I like the idea of having someone else handle all of <laughs> all of the issues. On the flip side, you know, I got to protect my brand. This is a thousand plus dollar a year industry I got going on here. Hello, is this the the Jimmy Hansen show? I wanted some advice. Nana, is that you? My name is Edna, and I was wondering if you had any tips to pick up some young men, preferably ones that are into granny fisting. Oh, granny fisting? I would really like to get fisted. It's been so long, and my loose granny cunt needs some hands. Well, here's what I would suggest. First of all, you can't just go looking for any young guy. It sounds like uh, you were, at some point, uh, a fisting aficionado, so your asshole is already blown open pretty wide. Add on top of that, you're now old. 
We all know, thanks to my aunt, how the asshole loses its elasticity when you enter your uh, silver years. So you need to find uh, some uh, big young guys, beefy. Where do they have that, like, outdoor gym? Is that, like, Venice Beach? I would look for, like, the muscle heads over there. They got the big, you know, big fists. Also, uh, the Arnold Classic. You know that bodybuilding competition that uh, takes place every year in Columbus, Ohio? Get yourself some tickets to that. I think it's all going to come down to how much you're willing to spend. You're going to have to flash some uh, sugar granny cash. The good thing is, like, bodybuilding is not super lucrative unless you're, like, the best of the best. So these guys are going to be hungry for money. I don't know if that helps or if that's what you're looking for, but that's who I would go for. Anyway, Timothy. I like how I take all these ridiculous calls and I answer them as if I'm serious. Like, it's a serious question. You have yourself. It's obviously like an idiot listener doing an old woman voice. Very good I spent so much time answering this stupid question. Sweetie. All right, all right, enough. Uh, let's do one more here. Oh, this is not, this is not going to end well. I guarantee you, this, the phone call is going to crap out in five seconds. Thursday show. I'm sorry, I can't understand what you're saying. I know it's about Mead Skelton, but I couldn't get all of that. Timmy, it's Mr. Levenge again. Hey, I was listening to one of your shows um, from a few weeks ago, yes. and you played the Glenn Miller clip, and you hey, what, man. said that he died in prison. I know he went to prison. I was not aware that he had died in, in prison. How long ago was that? I think every time I mention Glenn Miller, I say he's died in prison. <laughs> I feel like he's, he's got to be dead by now, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Do you have any details on that? Hold he's on. An interesting. Uh character on your show. Let me um, look up Google Glenn Miller racist. Uh, it appears I am right. He is dead. Rest in pieces. Uh, he died uh, in 2021 this year. As a matter of fact, back in May. So uh, not too long ago. According to the Wikipedia entry, Miller died in prison on May 3rd of this year at the age of 80. Cause of death has not been identified, but the Kansas Department of Corrections stated that preliminary assessments indicate the death was due to natural causes. So he's just an old dude who rotted in prison. It would be funny if there is uh, a, a God and heaven and all of that. When uh, Glenn Miller died, God got one of his black friends to pretend to be him. He's like, whoa, whoa we got this guy coming in. <laughs> he's like a total racist. You dress up like me. You greet him. He's gonna, It's going to freak him the fuck out. And the black guy is just like staring at God like, why is Glenn Miller even up here? He got into heaven. And then God's like, well, you know, these things, uh, they're, it's not even up to me. You know, it's, it's, bureau, it's a lot of it's a, it's a committee uh, decision more more than anything. And you, when, when, when you when you take someone, even if they are racist, you got to uh, really examine the person as a whole. Yeah, he did a lot of racist, bad things, but uh, he, he also was a great father. He donated to uh, Salvation Army every year around Christmas time. I, I guess uh, it's, it tipped the scale in his favor. I don't know. You know, we, we, we don't have to do this black God thing. If you know, I, I just thought it would be funny. I, I got to get going anyway. I'm late for a meeting. I guess, you know, God being God, he could just turn himself black to meet Glenn Miller. But then that could backfire. God gets canceled for dressing in blackface. 
The last thing God needs is to get trending on Twitter for that. You need bad press. All right. Uh, that's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. A voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. And then, you know, we got some titties smacking and sucking and stuff like that. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Jennifer's discharge is loaded with hepatitis C, chlamydia, syphilis, meningitis, womanagitis, cochlear fungus benetine, HIV-1, HIV-2, the AIDSening, HIV-3, the directed DVD illness that's way worse than HIV-1 or 2. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.